Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we're reporting for November 4th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating on, on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10, oops, let's go ahead and mute that. Let's get started with your top 10 daily stats, starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $15,344.61 with a 0.3% loss. Second place, Ethereum, settling at $459.57 with a 2.2% gain. Third place, USDT Tether, settling at 99 cents with a 0.1% loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple, settling at 25 cents with a 1% gain. Fifth place, Chainlink, settling at $13.09 with a 0.7% gain. Sixth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $255.92 with a 3.6% loss. Seventh place, Binance Coin, settling at $28.15 with a 0.1% gain. Eighth place, Polkadot, settling at $4.47 with a 1% gain. Ninth place, Litecoin, settling at $59.26 with a 0.1% loss. And tenth place, Cardano, settling at $0.10 with a 0.5% loss. Wow, Cryptonauts, we're, uh, looks like Christmas colors. We got some reds, some greens, some reds, and more greens, and greens and reds. Pretty cool. Uh, your overall total market cap is at $452.6 billion, up by 0.6%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Matt Husey. Bitcoin briefly breaks $14,000 as US elections too close to call. While the US election has been too close to call, sentiment among Bitcoin investors has been bullish as the cryptocurrency briefly passed the $14,000 mark. While the price has slipped back to below $14,000, Looking at volatility over the past 12 hours, it appears Bitcoin is reacting to new coming out of the U.S. elections as state declares who they're going to vote to. At the time of writing, it's neck and neck with Biden marginally leading the ways with several states still left to declare, but Trump is still in with a chance. Pollsters gets it wrong again. The U.S. elections has been a lot closer than mainstream. Pollsters have predicted. While while the likes of economists and other mainstream polls said Trump had no chance, crypto markets like Polymarket and Augur had Trump within touching distance of a win. Crypto pundits have weighed in on what is, what, why that is, most notably Vitalik Buterin. He provided a series of reasons why prediction markets seem to have a better handle on Trump's chance without committing to over one another. Naturally, this set tongues, tongues wagging Paul Graham the co-founder of Y Combinator put it down to clueless and or partisan betters rather than a way of secret to secrets to escape. Others have said because the size of prediction markets being fairly small, they are more susceptible to market manipulation, meaning pe- people are changing, changing the odds to help create a better payday. 
Either way, crypto markets have ticked up over the last 24 hours, recovering some of the $15 million that was lost on Tuesday. Alright, next news, written by <clears throat> Will Heisman. Man, it's starting off a little raspy. <clears throat> Let's get a little sip of water. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Will Heisman. Ethereum 2.0 launch gets closer with minor code release. Ethereum is inching even closer to its long-awaited 2.0 upgrade last night during one of its most di- uh, divisive divisive, divisive U.S. elections in history. The tool to create Ethereum 2.0 deposit contract slightly dropped on GitHub. We have a go for main engine start ready, the GitHub release. While the entirety of the crypto Twitter remains enthralled by the election results, a few spotted the announcement. Quietly releasing hashtag E2.0 deposit contracts on hashtag election night. Sneaky, very sneaky, tweeted Adam Barlam, founder of the blockchain gaming firm Chain Games. What does the code do? The tool represents a step towards phase zero of the long-awaited upgrade, the inaugural stage of a staggering six-phase rollout. Phase zero introduced a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism, an efficient means of validating transactions on the Ethereum network. In order to get users staking and the proof-of-stake chain in working order, funds must must be migrated from Ethereum's current blockchain over to Ethereum 2.0, and that's where the tool comes in handy. Rather than official deposit address itself, the release the release is a tool for generating the key required to make a deposit on Ethereum 2.0. Phase 0 is expected to ship as soon as the deposit contract is functional. So, after months of setbacks, strenuous sandbox testing, and copious audits, it seems that parts of the Ethereum 2.0 are finally getting there. Awesome. Finally. I mean, it took long enough, but I understand. I understand. It's going to take time. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Twitter labels Trump tweets as misleading on election day. Twitter fact check one of President's tweets late last night where he suggests some votes in elections might not be counted. While the social media site has done this several times before, doing so on election day has drawn criticism on crypto Twitter. We are up big, but they're trying to steal the election. We will never let them do it. Votes cannot be cast after the polls are closed, President Trump said in a tweet in late U.S. time on the West Coast, early morning on the East Coast. Twitter promptly stopped users from being able to comment on the tweet and warned that some of some or all of the content shared in this, tw- in this tweet is dis- is disputed and might be misleading about the election or other civic processes. The policy has caused controversy across America and in the crypto community. Some believe Twitter's actions are necessary to stop the spread of mis- misinformation, but others say Twitter is interfering with the election. Motives are simple. Big tech and mainstream media do not want a second Trump term. The American people are well aware of the one-sided agenda big tech media is pushing. We are not going to stand for it, Jared Tate, founder of Digibyte, told Decrypt. Okay. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Vitalik Buterin, crypto prediction markets outperform forecast. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin said today that the prediction markets are provided more reliable than traditional polls when it comes to forecasting the, U- the current U.S. elections. Traditional polls the US- that use statistical models for predicting election outcomes strongly favored a Biden victory in this year's pre- presidential race, but crypto predictions markets most l- leaned towards a tight 50-50 race. And with the elections going down to the wire, Buterin argued that the prediction markets has the edge. Quote, Regardless of who wins from here, I definitely think that the prediction markets have proven themselves more accurate than the polls models. 
this time around, said Buterin. Prediction markets use Ethereum-based tokens to let people bet on the outcome of major events like elections. The tokens are on sale for between $0 and $1. And when the elections is decided, the tokens of the winning sides are valued at $1, while those on the losing side are still valued at $0. So if you're making the right guess, you'll end up in profit, making the wrong guess, and you'll take home nothing. Okay, next news, written by Will Heisman. Telegram ordered to pay $620,000 at the dropping lawsuit. Messaging app Telegram has been ordered to pay $620,000 in legal fees to Lanta LLC after a failed attempt to sue the company over copyright claims. The claim revolved around the use of Gram, ticker Telegram would be cryptocurrency. The token was originally intended to be used with the, the Telegram Open Network, TUN, a blockchain iteration of Telegram's messaging service. At the same time, however, Lanta which positioned itself as a global marketplace for cryptocurrency payments, leveraged the Gram ticker for its own token. Things came to a head in 2020 after Telegram's losing, after Telegram's long and messy battle with regulators over the supposedly unregistered token offering. In the end, the Securities and Exchange Commission (SEC) submitted that the Gram offering, which raised in excess of 1.7 billion dollars, violated federal security laws. As a result, Telegram was made to pay back more than $1.2 billion to investors and was slapped with a $18.5 million civil penalty shortly after the TUN project was abandoned. Wow. Now, with TUN and Graham dead in the water, Telegram has been forced to cut its losses, dropping the Lantos lawsuit and paying for legal fees. All in all, this hasn't been Telegram's year. Next news, written by Scott Chiplina. $3.5 million worth of Qcoin stolen funds are on the move. Bum, bum, bum. A total of $3.5 million worth of stolen funds has today been transferred to an unknown wallet following the Qcoin hack earlier this year, according to a blockchain tracking system well alert. Crypto exchange Qcoin was hacked on September 25th, 2020. It has been estimated that over 1,000 Bitcoin was stolen, along with other, crypto, other stolen cryptocurrencies in the form of Litecoin, the stablecoin Tether, and XRP. While the hack was now now, some time ago, the funds continued to move across various blockchains as the attackers looked to escape with the money. The 1.7 million DX worth $2.4 million of stolen funds transferred from the Qcoin hack 2020 to Unknown Wallet, WellAlert said in a tweet today. In addition to the above transaction, two more transactions using Qcoin stolen funds have occurred. One involved the transfer of $26.5 million, million Dragon Chain worth $1 million, while a 0.7 million of request networks worth 154,000 was also moved. Each of these transactions were also sent to unknown wallets. Wow. I guess I'm not getting that back anytime soon. Next news, written by Tam Copeland. Ethereum 2.0 is set to launch on December 1st. The first version of the Ethereum 2.0 is set to launch on December 1st, according to Ethereum Foundation blog post today. As long as certain criteria are met, the blockchain upgrade, which moves the network towards a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism, which allows Ethereum holders to stake their coins to help run the network, instead of mining blocks, as is currently the case. As long as there are, uh, as as are 16,384 validators on the network, it will go live on December 1st at 12 p.m. UTC. Each validator will need to be staking 32 Ethereum, currently worth $12,700 for a total of $209 million. The Ethereum Foundation also released version 1.0 of, of the specifications of the Ethereum 2.0 today. It, re it revealed a launch pad where users can sign up to become an Ethereum 2.0 validator, someone who stakes on the network, and the main Ethereum contract address where funds will be deposited. However, 
It's worth noting that funds should not be sent directly to the deposit contract. Instead, they should be staked using the staking mechanism via the launch pad. As consensus, which funds an editorially independent decrypt pointed out on Twitter, remember, do not send ETH to the deposit contract, all in caps. Sending ETH to this contract address will result in a failed transaction and does not mean you are staking on ETH too. On the back of the announcement, the price of Ethereum spiked $15 from $383 to $398, up 3.9%. This, this start to reverse a downward trend from the price of $417 that was seen earlier this month. Alright, next news. Written by Decrypt Staff. Ethereum price spiked 5% on ETH 2.0 contract release. While the world awaits the result of the US elections, one of the most anticipated events in the cryptocurrency industry is finally achieving greater certainty, Ethereum 2.0. The long-awaited upgrade to the blockchain network will launch on December, December 1st, according to the Ethereum Foundation. The news, it seems, is being taken very well by the markets. The price of Ethereum jumped by more than 4% following the announcement. ETH is once again trading above $4 per token mark after falling as low as $370 earlier this week. As of the moment, Ethereum is trading around $401 with momentum swinging in favor of ETH bulls. It's a welcome shift in momentum for Ethereum investors. October was a rough month for Ethereum-based decentralized finance. Previously, DeFi had enjoyed a red-hot summer in which users sank billions of dollars in into experimental, non-custodial financial products. The boom led to a surge of activity on the Ethereum network, which at time tested the technical limits of the blockchain. At the time, observers were, hope, were hopeful that the ETH 2.0 upgrade, which will transition Ethereum from a proof-of-work to a proof-of-stake network and promises to dr dramatically increase throughput would soon come to the rescue. Um, but that didn't happen. Not yet. Not yet! Hopefully soon. Sooner than later. Next news, written by Scott Chiplina. Trump elections win odd... What? what? Trump election win odds drop by 50% on crypto betting market. The United States still doesn't know who it who its next president will be, but as the ballots in deciding states are still being counted, Betting odds on a leading cryptocurrency-based prediction market suggest it's a wrap on the FTX prediction market. Presidential Donald Trump's re-election chances have declined by over 50% since, er since the early hours of November 4th. Prediction markets are used to anticipate and invest in, in expected outcomes of major future events like elections in the cryptocurrency world. Ethereum-based tokens expire at either $1 or $0 depending on whether the corresponding, corresponding predictions happen or not. If predictions are right, they're there is profit to be had. According to FTX, Joe Biden is emerging as a clear favorite. Trump's chance of winning, according to FTX, have dropped by 50% at the time of writing. FTX is the most active prediction market on the US election, where more than $8 million in trading volumes over the last 24 hours per coin gecko. For many of the crypto community, including Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin, prediction markets are providing to be more reliable during this election cycle rather than traditional polls. One major reason cited by Buterin is that prediction markets take into account the possibility of elections meddling, unlike traditional polls that make an assumption of fairness. Alright, next news, written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Bitcoin price strikes two-year high amid US election uncertainty. Anyone who was fearing that, that, that financial markets would go haywire in the wake of a closed presidential election in the US can rest assured, at least for the time being. Despite the uncertainty, traders within the stock and crypto markets have not gone crazy. They are, in fact, taking the election with an apparent ease, optimism even. The Dow Jones is up 600 points today so far, and the price of Bitcoin just hit another 2020 milestone. 
U.S. President Donald Trump predictably declared himself the winner of the election last night, despite that the fact that all votes have not yet been counted. Some mail-in votes will take several days to count, but that didn't stop Trump from calling the U.S. electoral system a fraud unless the counting stopped immediately. Democratic candidate and former Vice President Joe Biden, meanwhile, was more measured with his words, though similarly optimistic about the election outcome in his own favor. At the time of writing, there is still no clear victor. However, Biden currently has an edge with 238 electoral votes and Trump with 214. Alright, next news written by Robert Stevens. Bitcoin addresses holding at least one BTC hits record high. The number of Bitcoin addresses holding at least one Bitcoin has reached an all-time high according to data from data from metrics and analytics site Glassnode. As of today, there are 824,193 Bitcoin addresses holding at least one Bitcoin, the equivalent to $14,096. This surpassed the previous all-time high of 824,160 observed on September 17th. The number of addresses holding at least one Bitcoin has been steadily climbing ever since Bitcoin's inception in 2008, even though the price of Bitcoin has vastly increased since then. But the fresh record could have something to do with Bitcoin's price, which has increased by about $3,500 in the past month alone and about $10,000 since mid-March coronavirus triggered market crash. Equally, a higher price for Bitcoin could make this an even greater victory for the coin since it's comparatively expensive to own a Bitcoin. Alright, next news written by Will Gatsingen. Gatsingen. Feds seek prison time for ICO fraudster linked to Floyd Mayweather. What? Federal prosecutors are seeking a substantial prison sentence for Robert Farkas, the Central Tech co founder who pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit securities and wire fraud earlier this summer. A sentencing submission filed by the government with the U.S. District Court for Southern District of New York also asked for three years probation. Farkas established Central Tech with Sorab Sarma and Raymond Trapani in 2017 where he raised more than $25 million through what the FBI has said was a fraudulent ICO. The company was promoting to develop a kind of debit card called a Centra card which would work with, uh, with Visa and MasterCard were accepted. In fact, prosecutors allege Centra Tech never made any partnership with Visa or MasterCard, and the car and the card never materialized. Well, looks like somebody. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Scrolling on down, DJ Khalid and Floyd Mayweather. DJ Khalid and Floyd Mayweather were among Centra's Tech's earlier Baxters and paid a steep price for it. The SEC alleged that Centra paid Mayweather $100,000 to promote its ICO and paid Khalid $50,000. Both celebrities settled charges for failing to disclose the payments. Ooh. Ouch. Kaboom. Next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Ethereum 2.0 is set to launch, but it won't be ready to use. Ethereum 2.0, the long-awaited upgrade to the Ethereum mainnet that promises scalability to the blockchain network that has struggled under the weight of its own success, shall launch with 16,384 validators stake a combined 524,288 ETH as early as December 1st, the Ethereum Foundation announced today. When the validators stake the $200 million worth of Ethereum into ETH 2.0 smart contracts, Phase 0 will launch, springing the blockchain into action. But this is just the first step in a long process. Only after several years will ETH 2.0 function like the ETH 1.0 mainnet does today. But if all goes well, it'll all be worth the wait. Ethereum 1.0 today 
processes about 14 transactions per second, a grunting point of companies trying to profit from the, the blockchain, and grant, grant, what is it, grant, grantingly slow compared to Ethereum 2.0, which may one day achieve transaction speeds per second of up to 100,000. Ethereum 2.0 moves to blockchain to prove a stake consensus mechanism whereby transactions are validated by whomever stakes lots of ETH. That's different to the incumbent proof-of-work consensus mechanism, which rewards the beefiest mining computers. Alright, next news, written by Jeff Benson. Binance Uganda is shutting down. Binance Uganda, Binance's earlier foray into the South African market is closing all trading services on November 11th after halting deposits last week. Binance had earlier announced the shutting of Binance Jersey, its exchange in the British Isles. Uh, The African exchange, which opened in October 2018, represented Binance's efforts to capitalize on cryptocurrency interest in the country where many families rely on cross-border remittances but are unable to get bank accounts. The world's largest exchange used it as a jump jumping off point to reach citizens across Africa. Uganda users of the exchange are being asked to switch to Bi- switch to Binance.com, which now accepts deposits of Ugandan shillings via mobile money, credit and debit cards, and bank transfers. According to the Binance CEO Shang Peng Zhao, the, consol- consol- the consolidation of its jersey and Uganda exchange is a business decision as fiat deposits of Ugandan shillings have since been added to Binance's global exchange along with bank transfers. Quote, all the features that Binance Uganda provides are now covered by Binance.com. Together with our fiat channels partners, Zalto Decrypt, there's a very minimal number of users on there, so it doesn't make sense for us to maintain two platforms. Yet, thus far at least, Binance is sticking with its local exchange, including Binance Singapore, and its recently announced Binance Turkey. Interesting. Muy interesante. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Actually, FTX's prediction market mirrors 538's model. What does that mean? There has been there has been plenty of abuse hurdled at Nate Silver and the 538 election forecast models he helped create, but at the moment it gives similar odds to the 2020 presidential election as cryptocurrency-based prediction markets. As of 1.15 a.m. Eastern Time, FTX presidential election markets, which has over $8.6 million in trading volume, puts the price of shares in a Trump victory at 11 cents. Catnip, built on Augur, is selling Trump tokens at between 14 cents and 15 cents. However, Polymarket is relatively bullish at 18 cents for the president. When adjusted for states that have already been called by the NBC News, 538's model currently sits somewhere between the middle. It gives Trump a 12% chance of winning just 2% points higher than than its final pre-election projection of 10%. Many cryptocurrency lovers are interested in prediction markets because they're an example of a free market at work. On the one hand, they rely on bettors with disposable income. On the other, bettors have an inbuilt incentive to get it right. Thus, there's an ongoing tensions about whether prediction markets and cryptocurrency-based prediction markets, which are relatively young, untested, and low on liquidity, can outperform sophisticated forecasting models which use algorithms to factor in polling results and other variables. Interesante. Next news, written by Will Gatsenjin. Wasabi Bitcoin Wallet announced version 2.0 with more privacy. Bitcoin privacy company ZK Snacks has announced a major upgrade to its Bitcoin Wallet, Wasabi Wallet. 
In a blog post, the company promises that Wasabi Wallet 2.0 will improve upon the user's interface and design of the original service. What's more, it says, the upgrade will shore up security measures with a new anonymous credential scheme called Wabi Sabi. <laughs> the original Wasabi Wallet is a type of privacy-focused Bitcoin mixer aimed at making individual Bitcoin transactions more secure with coin joins processes that join multiple coins from multiple people into a single transaction. By jumping up the inputs and outputs, it can obscure identifying information from prying eyes. As a non-custodial wallet, Wasabi doesn't actually hold any assets, working instead as a pure coordinator through Tor, a network that prioritizes security and anonymity anonymity by concealing users' IP addresses. Wasabi Wallet 2.0 operates in much of the same way, says ZK Snacks. But with a few important upgrades, for starter, manual coin joints the company claims will be a thing of the past, or for the power users only, implying that the process will now be automated. On the privacy front, the star of the show is Wabi Sabi, a new coin join algorithm that ZK Snacks is saying will facilitate faster and more cost-efficient collaborative transactions without waste, laying the foundation for payments within coin joins and opening the door for combinations with other technologies. What exactly those technologies could involve isn't yet known, but the Wabi Sabi white paper notes that the protocol does away with blind signatures, a cryptographic concept that sacrifices a degree of privacy and flexibility according to ZK Snacks. Interesante. Let's keep reading. I want to read a little more. This is I like this. Over email, Wasabi market marketing strategist Ricardo Masutri elaborated on the possibilities of the payments within coin joins. Quote. Payments from CoinJoin transactions are possible as the payments within them, he wrote, effectively a multi-party pay join that trades the, the oh, what is that, Stag, stago, stagonographic properties for in, improved privacies from the counterparties or even open a lightning network channel from the CoinJoin transactions. A pay join is a type of coin join that disguises the, its typical input-output signatures, making it difficult to recognize it as such. Which is to say, transactions through Wasabi could become a lot faster, a lot more secure. Coin joins via the current release of Wasabi Wallet are limited in that they require each peer to contribute a set amount of Bitcoin, which then yields equal payouts with Wabi-Sabi. Users can theoretically contribute whatever they want, irrespective of their peers and are spending. Coin joins have become a popular way to ensure privacy on the Bitcoin blockchain for transactions both malicious and not. This past summer, Twitter hacks relied on coin joins via Wasabi to mass transaction trails, as did September's Qcoin hack. Masuti told Decrypt that while the system can be used to commit crimes, he sees it purely as a means to improving the privacy aspect of the Bitcoin blockchain and says it's not intended for criminals to launder money. There is no good money without privacy, said Masutri. We strongly believe that the that the positive side outweighs by far the use of it for malicious activity. But there are also plenty of regulators, regular users attracted to Wasabi Wallet promises of privacy for privacy's sake. In an article last year discussing Binance's potential monitoring of coin joins through Wasabi, Decrypt cited one concerned Twitter user at Biddlecat. Quote, I use Wasabi Wallet precisely because I dislike the thought of my transactions being watched. It's the same reason we close the toilet door when we do our business. Not because we are doing anything illegal, illegal, but because we want privacy. Huh. Interesante. 
All right, Cryptonauts, that is our last crypto news of the day. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I greatly appreciate you listening. There is a few referral links I want you to check out. And with that said, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.